Hello everybody, welcome to What I Learned From. My name is Forrest Stevens. Today I am talking about a one week no phone fast that I did. And the intention or sort of the hypothesis that I had for this experiment was that I wanted to see if I could up my productivity by not having my phone on me because I became aware that I was spending a little bit too much time on there. And I ended up learning a lot more about the way that a phone interrupts what you're doing and how critical the frequency of interruptions is compared to a long form entertainment or distraction. I also learned a few more things. So stay tuned for the full episode that is happening right now. Today, I want to tell you guys what I learned from going with no phone for a week. I think first I need to tell you guys about what my problems were with having a phone and why I wanted to take this week long break in the first place. Looking at the digital well being settings on my phone, I was able to sort of see that I would spend anywhere from one hour to three hours of time on my phone, usually on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, social media really and entertainment first off that's a huge amount of time wasted but it also i found that it was really sort of distracting me from life and i wasn't able to live i was always living through my phone my phone was interrupting the flow that i could get into in this physical world that we live in and sort of it was breaking up my focus from one project to that one physical project and then a bunch of digital projects in between, always kind of breaking it up. And so I found that it wasn't actually helping my productivity. I didn't really know exactly what to expect when I, I quit my phone. I did think that, okay, I was gonna be bored a little bit more often because I realized that part of my pattern was to reach for the phone when I got bored or when there was a lull or I was waiting for somebody or something. That's when the phone would come out. It would fill the gaps between waiting. And so I, I quit my phone and I will get into what I learned. Um, first off, I, I what I did with my phone was I brought it up here and I just left it and it died and I just had it up here. And um, one of the first things I was thinking about when I was doing this was, okay, I'm going to have to replace some of the things that I actually use my phone for that I want or that I like want to do. So one of those things was I needed to get a notepad, a pen, and have that for uh, yoga journaling. The other thing that I use my phone for every once in a while is a flashlight. So, you know, I just found our flashlights, put one by the door. If I was going out at night, I would have that available to me like I would have a phone on me. The other thing I use my phone for a lot is listening to podcasts. So I knew that I wasn't going to have podcasts and that I was going to have certain tasks that would become troubling for me or a little more tedious, like these tedious tasks, like maybe doing the dishes or sometimes it's even um, doing some of the work that I do outside in the homestead, digging, you know, sifting um, these, these kind of tasks that don't require a lot of thinking and I can just like entertain myself. Um, through the ears with a podcast with so I knew that I was going to have to do these jobs do these tasks whatever it is without that entertainment and that what would be left would be my mind and so the first day I um, I went outside and I started wrestling with my mind a little bit because it was there all of a sudden and I and I had been sort of 
almost neglecting the muscle of being left alone by myself because I would always have my phone uh, to combat not even the loneliness, but just the combat uh, my mind's activity to give me something to focus on. So without it, my mind just was able to go woo and go kind of like, all right, let's start thinking. Let's just go wild. And I'll tell you one thing that I learned about not going with the phone um, is that it's challenging at first. Uh, so my mind was going kind of uh, um, very, very active. And I started having to sort of use different mindfulness techniques to sort of get it under wraps and, and sort of just accept, just accept, okay, I'm having this thought, just let it go. Um, or find something else to focus on. So instead of using a phone, I would uh, focus on the moment, really. And um, it's much more fun than focusing on a phone a lot of times. The other thing that I learned about myself was that I um, that I used my phone almost, it's almost like a pacifier in a way. It's something to just kind of soothe you for a second. And I'll oftentimes use it at night to sort of quiet myself down to a point where I can sleep. And so without that, I was having a lot of activity. And the first two nights, I was up really late and sort of and and sort of having the consequence of that the next day when I still have to get up at the same time. And and that consequence of feeling tired throughout the next day. And it was because I didn't have sort of the podcast or the, the phone to just like kind of help me go to bed. So that was something that I sort of had to um, deal with, I suppose. And I eventually was able to deal with it. What I did was I, I essentially stopped behaving in a certain way. I stopped using my phone entirely. And if we believe in sort of cognitive behavioral therapy of how your behaviors, and I'm changing one of my behaviors of reaching for my phone, of using my phone, if we change a behavior, it changes our thoughts, which change our feelings, which change our behaviors, right? So these things are all connected and um, I was changing a behavior. So it changed the way I was thinking. And then I had to, um, you know, and, and then that, that those thoughts will bring up a feeling and you either have to deal with it or um, you'll be kind of lost in that feeling. So that's sort of what to expect in any sort of fast. I've done um, food fasts and, and things like that before. And we have a lot of the similar things happening and it's all based it, or part of it's based on the fact that we're simply changing a behavior. So on day three of the phone, I started really sort of reaping the benefits of being able to quiet my mind without my phone and being able to focus and concentrate on other things and not be distracted. I sort of realized in these throughout the week that I had spent so many moments in my day distracted as opposed to engaged in what's actually happening. And even if it's just a thought, even if it's um, an opportunity for thought, I was sitting on a couch just looking out a window thinking instead of looking at a phone absorbing. And that was the other thing that I, that I realized about my phone or what I learned about my phone is that the information that it provides is not always good for you. You know, we take things in, we take food in, we take air in, we take water in, we take images in, we take text in, we take uh, audio, you know, these things, all 
do something to us and it's not to be ignored and i find that what you're feeding yourself is if it's uh, just instagram it might not be something that is actually conducive to you having positive change in your life and so and especially because of course everybody talks about the algorithm but the algorithm doesn't have your best interest in line it has what will make you spend the most time on the app those two things are not symbiotic and they do sometimes correspond for you to be able to uh, have some sort of new information that's important but most time it's not going to do that it's going to be some sort of mix of that and what will just keep you sort of uh, scrolling without thinking right so it's not going to make you you're not going to see stuff on social media about not being on social media as much for instance for instance if every one of you click off of this uh this episode to go outside because you're inspired to not you know be on your computer or be on your phone then youtube will recognize that and they will recommend this video less because it takes people off of site and it takes people off of their devices as well. It's not necessarily as simple as that, but that is a component of it that shouldn't be ignored. Um, and it comes back to the main thing that I really had a realization about, and that's that the algorithm doesn't have your best interests in, uh, in its hands, in its heart. Um, it's just trying to make money from you. Another thing that I learned was that my phone had been holding me back in other ways that were not so obvious. In this week, I had two major creative breakthroughs on projects that I have been sort of half thinking about, half making for over a year, and I figured out how to do it. I was, I was having such a, a creative uh, just a hit of creativity um, that I was able to fully write out uh, two full episodes that I can edit and make currently, ones that I can that I can film, how to stitch together uh, a documentary from footage that I already have. And it was so perfect because it wasn't just an idea, it was the right idea. It was the one that felt good to me. It, it felt like what I actually wanted to do. And as a creative person, especially in the environment that I'm in where you force yourself to create because you have to, um, it's so good to have the feeling where it becomes symbiotic, where you feel like this is exactly what I want to do and I can do it. And, and everything's just sort of aligned. And I haven't had that sense of real passion and creative uh, experience um, for a little bit of time in these, in these realms that we're talking about in the documentary world. So it felt super, super good. And I really do credit that to me not having my phone. I don't think that I would have allowed myself to think so long um, and so deep and so focused and so willing to accept my ideas and my own thoughts that come to me uh, if I had had my phone to constantly distract me and break me up from going that deep. 
I think it's like there's these subtle dangers that people don't understand with with having a phone on you and it's the notification it's the beep it's the interruption from life that really uh, starts to cause damage um, in my opinion so here's my notes um, these these notes were actually just from today I have my other notepad my physical notepad which obviously I can't find um, because it's not as useful as this phone um, right there's pros and cons to having everything right like I really enjoy having Google Docs on here and not using a physical notepad it works much better for me but is it worth the pain and distraction and uh, shit entertainment that comes with having a phone um, of course there's some middle ground there but then the idea of willpower comes in and the idea of just plain old uh, laziness tiredness not aware enough to always decide when is the appropriate time to get off the device um, we need so there's there's another skill that needs to be developed there i think uh, to use a phone as a tool as opposed to uh, having your phone use you this is a realization that i had something that i learned about not having a phone was that nothing on my phone needs my immediate attention so i don't need it on me if i'm in, if i'm expecting a call leave it in the room with the ringer on so the way i was checking my phone was that there was something important there that there was something that I needed to find. I was, I was using it to navigate through, to find the message, the text, the email, whatever it was. And I was thinking that that had importance in the moment. And it's just not true. Almost every email, text, and message can all wait a couple of hours at least. At least for me it can because I've orchestrated my life in that way. But I think that there is some sort of fear of missing out or some sort of protector that comes up that wants you to always have access it doesn't doesn't want you to restrict yourself from something in case you need it and i think that was a big realization for me that nothing on my phone it needs my immediate attention so if there's no emergency there's no need to have my phone on me then i can possibly use my phone in a more effective way this is what i started to learn was how was I going to reintegrate my phone into my life after the week, this was my thought, and, and use it in a productive way. I don't wanna go back to just using Instagram, uh, YouTube, wasting my time on this thing because I started seeing such benefits throughout this week. I saw that I was able to focus, I was able to do 12 hour days of editing and, and having fun and working and, and being out in the garden and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't something that I dragged myself around to do or only did because I had enough stimulation through a podcast to do it. It was just, I just had more energy, more time. There was, there was also an hour to three hours of extra time in the day that I didn't use um, on my phone. And uh, the other thing that I did was I, I ended up replacing my phone a little bit with my computer. So I have a laptop, I brought that downstairs and I use that to check the weather because the weather is a little bit important to me um, here in springtime on the homestead. Uh, that's something that I need to sort of keep an eye on. But 
there's really not much else that I need, you know, and I was able to go on Facebook on my, on my computer. I was able to go on YouTube, do my business, um, and just do that all through my computer. And it was, uh, I, I came to this realization too. This is something that I, I learned is that I would spend a lot of time on Instagram on my phone, but then I went to Instagram on my computer and I would never spend more than five minutes on that website. There's nothing there. I don't, it's, it's completely, um, when you have your computer and you have your ability to, you know, start editing or go on like desktop websites and stuff. I was just like, oh yeah, Instagram sucks. There's nothing on here. I don't care about these memes. I don't care about these people. I'm sorry, people on Instagram, but it's just not important to me. And so I, that really clicked when I saw Instagram on the computer because it was really boring and I used it. I sent a couple DMS to people and, uh, that was it. And I can just use it in that way because it's another thing for my business. So the week was full of productivity, creative breakthroughs. And now I'm kind of angry with myself when I use my phone because I waste so much time and I, and I let it distract me. So I had this inner anger come up. Um, this is day two of having my phone back. Today I had sort of this anger come up at how I was letting myself um, get back into this routine of being distracted by my phone and and feeling like sort of a, confu it, it's, it's not really a confusion. I can't really place the way it feels even, but the problem is, is that I, it's like almost lethargy that comes over me. It's like a, it's like a haze of sort of like drowsiness, confusion, um, unproductivity, not being productive, all these kind of things, um, that, that happens when I use my phone for too long and for, uh, not the right reasons. Being bored is good. Time lost in boredom leads to mental breakthroughs and we don't have as many of those because we always have entertainment within arm's reach. And that's the thing is the entertainment coming from this is junk compared to the entertainment that can come from a good movie or hanging out with friends or observing nature. I mean, there's so many better things to do than anything that your phone has to offer you. Um, it makes us ignore our feelings. We can use it to distract against the feeling of hunger, loneliness, and ultimately it is a waste of time. I was born and raised in between cell phones. I was always resistant to them. And after embracing them and building a business on them, this challenge is just another way of me setting boundaries and resisting the phone. The phone has got a hold on me. I used it for anywhere between one and three hours. So it was it was part of my life and now I don't want it uh, part of my life nearly as much. And so the integration of using a phone now, I have sort of brought it back into my life, but I use it for Google Docs because I prefer it over handwriting. The other thing I use this for is weather. And today was the first day that I used it for podcasts. And I'm even thinking that I'm not going to listen to as many podcasts as I used to, because it's also just another way to sort of distract. And so I started downloading some audiobooks and I possibly am going to get into some audiobooks for those tasks like, you know, doing the dishes, doing some woodworking, some gardening and maybe just listen to an audiobook, something that I actually feel inspired by. 
And that was one thing that I started to do um, during the, the week of no phone was I was listening to audiobooks instead of podcasts. And it felt pretty good. It felt much better. Um, but then life just felt much better without this horrible little device that follows me around. Um, the other things I'm going to use on here is Patreon and Discord. And those will be sort of the only social media that I use and it's for a direct reason. And it, and I can sort of enjoy those a little bit more than any other social media because, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, those are, those are the people that are really kind of going to enjoy what I'm posting anyway. And it can just be a fun experience. It doesn't have to be, um, doesn't have to be anything more than that. I, I think that's the thing with social media in general that people that some people have lost and maybe I've lost is having any sort of fun with it. I don't have fun with social media anymore. I don't I rarely ever post on there. And, and now I actually post more than ever before, because before I felt like it sort of I sort of had to post the right thing or do the right thing. And it was just now I'm just I just don't care. So I just post on there if I feel like it's going to be fun. And if it's going to take too much time or distract me too much, then I won't do it. So, um, but I'll do that through my computer on, on, uh, on that. So I also downloaded this thing called only Pult, P U L T, uh, which is a, uh, app for posting to Instagram, but it doesn't let you see the news feed. So that's a nice little, um, way that I can avoid social media use as well. I also use the timer on my phone often for baking bread. So I like to use that on here, but I will slowly try to just replace these things as well. If one thing that I learned from going without a phone for a week, I learned that there's a huge amount of loss. You're losing out on us on a certain aspect of your life by allowing one of these in your life. Uh, this thing is going to give you a much different experience in this world than if you were to not have this. And I know that the majority of us, the, the vast majority of us are choosing to have one of these and interact through one of these. And that this is an important part of life for so many people. But I do think that uh, we're missing out on, I guess, an older way of life, but of a life where we were in our feelings for longer and we allow ourselves to engage with the world around us. And of course you can not have a phone and you could be distracted by all sorts of other things and, and living a non-fulfilling life as well. This is not the answer to everybody's problems, but it is the answer to the problem of using too much phone, right? If we can use less of this or integrate it out of our lives by replacing it with other things, um, we can, and not just replacing, but eliminating those, those needs and fulfilling those needs, uh, either by addressing why we need them in the first place. There's a lot of things that we feel we need subconsciously that we can actually just give ourselves with the right sort of, uh, mental thought and and uh, an emotional processing so that's about it I, I suppose now i'm stuck in this limbo like i was in high school when i uh didn't have a cell phone all my friends did and you know i'd get one for a little bit and then be like oh this thing's useless now i'm in the the limbo of of uh 
integrating this out of my life because it is something that is more of a problem than a solution at this point. And because I'm stable now and have a computer and have these things, uh, I feel like it just doesn't serve me. I think that's really just comes down to it is that this thing doesn't serve me anymore. And I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in something that is also so destructive too, because there's a lot of people that are destroying themselves um, with this substance right here, this digital dopamine. And I think we're all wasting our times on this. I think we should, um, this is just my opinion, but I think we should, uh, start phasing these out of our lives if we can and how we can. And so that's what I'm in the limbo of and that's what I'm continuing to try to figure out. One week of going without a phone is not the solution. It's just the start. It's also, you know, going on here immediately. I deleted, um, I deleted Instagram off of here and I'll just use it on my computer. I deleted Twitter, a couple other apps, and then I had to put timers on YouTube and my email also I don't have on here because they don't allow you to delete those on an Android, which is balls. But, uh, you know, those timers work. I, I put them to zero minutes, so it's completely deactivated. And I'm using this more as a tool. And that's the idea. And it's still, I still need to figure it out. I still need to fine tune it. And I'll eventually make a video about how I've done that or talk about what I've learned from using my phone as a tool as opposed to letting the tool use me as a tool. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. It was a lot of fun to make that one and it was a lot of fun to do the week-long experiment that I did. It's made me reevaluate re the way that I use my phone. I, I've definitely fallen back into patterns since making this and since doing the week-long fast, but I'm still thinking about this experience that I had. I'm using this as the example, the, the bright example of what is possible and what I need to aspire to and what I need to cultivate with my phone usage. I am using my phone a lot more for actual purposes. I'm calling with it and I'm, I'm editing some metadata and things like that through my phone when I do spend time on there and I and I choose not to scroll Instagram. I've deleted Instagram off my phone and like, you know, I never, I still haven't uh, reinstalled that, but I do every once in a while go on social media through the Chrome browser. So I am back to some usage of social media on my phone, but the overall usage is down still because of this fast and because of the experience that I've had. So all in all, I think it was a big learning lesson and I just wanted to let you guys know before I leave that on Patreon, I'm now doing a weekly live show hanging at the homestead. And uh, we're trying to do it weekly. We have pretty bad internet. So occasionally we won't be able to do it, but we'll upload something, some sort of exclusive content instead. We're shooting lots of content here, but not releasing as much because I'm actually using it for a bigger project, like a TV style uh, show that I'm producing. So if you guys want to get in on those live streams, we also have a, uh, a private Discord chat and some other exclusive content on there. If you guys want to get in on that, uh, consider supporting us on Patreon at Forrest Stevens. It's also in the description. And if you also wanted to support 
me and this show, you can uh, check out my films on Prime Video and give them a five-star review. My films are The Reality of Van Life, Best Friends, Moments, and Alternative Dwellings. I'm getting some more stuff up there soon as well, so stay tuned for all of that and hope to see you on the next episode of What I Learned From. On this show, you know, I've talked a lot about money. Um, Investing is an interest of mine. Money is really important. It's a store of energy of of ourselves. And basically, we can use it to create in this world. We can make all these different things happen just because of the money that we either use. And the more you accumulate of it, the more you can create. And it's just, uh, it's a fascinating subject. And it's a lot easier sometimes to actually save money than it is to make money. So today's sponsor is Mint Mobile. And if you're in the States and you have a cell phone, you can probably save a lot of money by switching to Mint. I mean, Mint has these plans. It's like 15 bucks a month, unlimited calling, unlimited texting, five gigabytes of data. They have 4G, 5G plans. And for 30 bucks, you can get unlimited data included with that plan. And so it's like 30 bucks unlimited data. And the internet is so powerful. We need to get on there. We need to learn. I mean, you're probably, you're using the internet right now to listen to this, to download this. Um, It's important to have, and you might be able to save a ton of money by switching to Mint. So check out the link in the description for Mint Mobile. And we get a kickback here. We get a small commission. So it really, really supports the show. It's super, super important to um, feel like I can actually do this and make a little bit of cash, um, this podcast. So it's going a long way and it's really important for you to save money as well. So if you are spending too much on your mobile, go at least check it out. See if the coverage is good for you, if the service is good for you. And basically it's a smart business as well. What they've done with mint mobile is they've, um, they've basically done what, more and more companies are doing to save money and to pass it on to consumers, which is not have a retail store. There's a lot of empty shopping malls out there in the world now because there's no need for companies like Mint Mobile to have a cell phone kiosk in the mall or whatever storefront. And so they can pass those savings from not having to, um, you know, rent and lease that space, not having to employ those people working there. They can employ people in a more concentrated fashion so they can have less employees and serve more people basically. And they do it all online, all through the internet and the customer service is supposedly pretty good still. Um, that's the other thing too, is you don't want to like lose things by switching to Mint Mobile. So I would check, I would just recommend checking them out, see if it's a fit for you. Um, basically when I ever have a problem on my cell phone, I'm calling them anyway. I'm not going into a store. Uh, that's just, you know, you're just looking to get upcharged basically by going into a store anyway. So, um, check it out. Links in this description, like I said.